Alright, we are back with another podcast edition from Run KNC Productions Triple Double Podcast. Today, the first quarter will be brought to you by the TV5 Reports. That is uh, at the TV5 Reports on Twitter, at the TV5 Reports on Instagram. So the first quarter, um, I'm going to talk about how important the live period is and kind of give you some background. You know, we're, we're finally out of the pandemic as far as grassroots basketball goes. This will be the first year that these young men and these young women have ever played in an April live period. Last year they got a July live period. They pushed it back because of, because of COVID and the pandemic. This year is coming early. Like, I just had my first event last weekend, opening day. Tremendous success. Saw a lot of high-level basketball players. But it's early. And it, and the live period is only two weeks away from this week. So what we want to do is definitely lock in on giving you guys some tips to be successful. This podcast is for the players. You know, this is to, to give you guys a blueprint, a, a roadmap of what coaches and media members and scouts will be looking for when they come to watch you play. I kind of tear, you know, the level of being identified and, and, and being evaluated. But the live period is is like a real production. You know, opening day last weekend was a dress rehearsal. We had live stream. We had some some D2, some D3 JUCO guys there. Um, you had media members there. But that was like a, a dress rehearsal. The live period is real. Like this is happening. Everybody is there looking at you under a microscope. They are looking at everything. I've talked to several coaches. They are really excited about being able to get back out, sit courtside uh, to see these young men and these young women play. We just want to take the time to do our best to equip you uh, with things that will help you be successful, you know, through these first couple of weeks. So kind of give you a little background on on, on the live period. Like I said, this class of 2023, 17U class, uh, we talk a lot about the class of 2021 and 2022 and what they missed as far as the live period goes. But 23 has missed out on the live period days too. So they're starting a lot earlier this year, and they've never they've never been through this this early. So the April live period is where you want to get a lot of your work done, um, especially that first weekend. You guys will play four or five games. The goal is to be consistently productive. That's the key. You're not going to make every shot you take, but the goal is to be consistently engaged and consistently productive. You are having a tryout for a university right now. So what you want to be able to do is give them enough information while they're watching you play to either have them extend a serious offer or begin to recruit you and want to come back and see you that second live period in April. So this first one is is crucial, and I'm just going to be completely honest. Guys will get put on the board based off of their performance in April this first weekend, and guys will also get taken off the board because of their performance um, this weekend. I'm really excited to see these guys compete. 
like the 17 U level as far as the live period goes is so competitive because guys are out there literally fighting and scratching for an opportunity to further their basketball careers. And like I said, it's a tryout. And the person in front of you defensively and offensively wants the same offer you do. They see that same coach over there that, that you see sitting down watching the games. You know, so ultimately you want to be locked in. You want to be focused on what's going on. But the live period essentially means college coaches are allowed to come out and watch players play in person and evaluate. Me as a media guy, as a, as a scout, I always send out what I call a blueprint. I will put down a list of prospects, where they play, uh, who they play for, and what events they're going to. My job is to help them identify the guys that they want to go see early. But once they see you on their own, they form their own evaluation. So pretty much if I say, hey, man, Bobby here is 6'4", strong left-handed driver, um, can finish above the rim, makes threes off the catch, that's my evaluation. When they come see you, they got to see something close to that or more. If not, they'll form their own evaluation, whether you're capable of doing that or not. If you don't look like that or you don't look like a collegiate-level basketball player, they're going to be on to the next one. Like, it's serious. It's competitive. And I, I think we forget. Like, we're having fun, absolutely. But this is a very competitive space. You know, it's, it's only so many offers go out every year. We'll talk about the portal at some point as well, as well in this uh, conversation to talk about how that has affected the recruitment moving forward. But today we want to equip you guys with tools to be successful and uh, help yourself continue your basketball career and try to solidify a spot as far as scholarship goes to play basketball. So besides a few kids, you guys are all essentially on a bubble. Every year between, we could say the top, and I'm going to make it shorter, man, the top maybe 55 kids now, those guys will be able to pick and choose what school they want to go to. You know, they've put in work over time. Somebody has identified them early, and at some point they've been productive. So they have first dibs. But you got to understand, man, between grassroots, there's probably at least another – I'm going to just go on the low side – at least another 250,000 kids playing a live period in all across the country, Right. So the rest of y'all are fighting to make a name for yourself and and make somebody recruit you, and that's tough. You know, you that's that's being locked in and and competitive and consistent on a whole other level. But there is a blueprint for success for that. There is an opportunity. There is a situation where you can be successful doing what you do best. So as we move along through these quarters, you know, we're going to stop and talk about ways to equip you, like I said, to be successful. So we're going to end the first quarter again. That is brought to you by the TB5 Reports. We are talking about the NCAA live viewing period. The first one is April 8th through the 10th, and we're going to get ready to equip you guys with all you need to be successful in that. All right, we are back for the second quarter of the Triple Double Podcast, run KNC production. This quarter is brought to you by arguably my favorite graphic guy in the country, 
FK3 Creative, Free Key 3. My guy Ryan Parker, his Twitter is at Free Key 3, F-R-E-E-K-E-Y-T-H-R-E-E. All right, so we're going to dive straight into what coaches are looking for in the live period. Again, the first one is April 8th through the 10th. You got several different stops. You got a prep hoop circuit. You have the Gasso uh, right here in Dallas, who's done a great job over the last 35 years doing what they do. You have the EYBL circuit that will start in Orlando. Uh, you got Adidas circuit that will be in South Carolina the first weekend, and you have Under Armour as well. So process that. Think about all those different live period events, and I'm not even giving you 99% of the other ones going on across the country, but just five that we can easily identify. Each one of those events in every age division between 15U and 17U will probably host at least 150 teams per uh, for, through the age divisions, right? So I gave you five different ones. That's 1,500 people, 1,500 players in each uh, in, in, in each event looking to be evaluated by college coaches, right? So April 8th through the 10th is the first live period. That will be the first time college coaches have been able to come out and watch kids playing games in that type of environment since July, right? So ultimately, what are they looking for? You're going to give you that right now had a great conversation with a national championship winning coach, right? Um, and he says, Buff, at, 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 once we come and step in those gyms, we know guys can play. That's that's why we're in those gyms. We don't waste our time going to gyms where kids can't play. They are heavily focused on body language and shot selection. Now, while I think every university has a different philosophy in how they recruit and who they recruit, I have a hard time understanding all of them are not looking at shot selection and body language. So I would say that one might be a pretty universal term, but it's so simplistic, but it, but it meant like, yo, like body language. And we're talking about kids. Some of them are very talented, but they are very young. Uh, 17, 18, you know, 15 and 16 years old. These kids can be emotional. We know this and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have some 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 tough days. I'm grown. I'm 40 years old. You know, and some days I'm emotional, so I understand that. But you have to understand where you're going to be. There are going to be hundreds of college coaches in these gyms, and they are looking at everything. They're going to be sitting right on that court, right in your face. Some are going to be sitting right next to the bench, right next to your huddle. Some guys will be sitting right behind where you're taking the ball out. Let me give you a couple of other things these guys are looking at. They are looking at length. How long are your arms? They are looking at lateral quickness. Like these are very, very detail-oriented evaluations taking place during the live period because they only get five a year, you know, as far as in the summer where you really can get grouped the best players and programs in the same gyms. So they only get five of these. They get two in April, and they'll get three in July this year. So think about that. It might not seem like a lot, but that's not a lot. And I'm going to break this all the way down. If you are a 17U player, you are guaranteed four games in each live period. You have five live periods. That means you got 20 games in front of college coaches. It, it, that's not a lot. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good sample size to be able to tell whether you can play or whether you're a fit or not. But the same college coach isn't going to watch you for all 20 of those games. It's not a full season. 
and everything is heightened. So you guys do not have one minute, one second, one possession to take a playoff because it could determine whether or not you get that scholarship opportunity or not. So, and definitely don't forget to defend. You know, that's that's a big part of it, man. You you, you got to guard. Even if you struggle guarding, effort is, is, is so key in this because coaches will see if you'll make an effort to do something and you have some talent, they know they can coach the rest of it out. They can get you better in some stuff. But having to coach effort for a kid who's having an audition in front of 200 college coaches and the effort isn't there, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough to kind of deal with. But I want you guys to really understand how important this is for you. Like, every possession counts, man. Every, 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 every possession counts, man. Like, are you diving on the floor for 50-50 for balls? You know, are you, are, you, are you engaged when you're not in the game? Are you engaged when you're in the game? Like, it's essentially like a combine. You know, like the NBA combine, they'll have guys come in and, and they play and they do all that kind of stuff. Like, it's a tryout, man. It's a 20-game tryout over four months. And I'll tell you one thing, too. They'll come and see you guys April 8th through the 10th. If you have a good weekend that weekend, people will begin to recruit you. They'll come back that next weekend, which is April 22nd through the 24th. You have to look like that again or better. Like, they want to see consistency, man. So, consistency is definitely going to be the key as far as locking in. And that means consistent effort. You're not going to always make shots. We talked about that. But consistent effort, consistent basketball IQ, consistent positive body language, and just consistency, man. And that's hard for a lot of people, especially, you know, young kids a lot of times. But that's what we're telling you. Like, one game in April – is not going to have you signed by November. You're going to have to be able to continuously and routinely show you have the ability to make plays like that over and over again. So the coaches will be out, man. I've talked to them. They're excited about being out. I just cannot tell you guys how serious this is. You cannot walk into this situation cool. Like I see so much of that still to this point. Like you you don't get opportunities by playing it cool. You got to go hard, man. Like, these coaches want to see you compete. Like, like if you're watching college basketball, dogs are winning right now. Talent is, 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 is there, too. Like, no question. The skill level, the talent is there. But dogs win in March. And these coaches, let me tell you all something. This is their jobs. A lot of these people make some, some good money to take care of their families. <laughs> uh, coaching at these universities, man, up to, to $3 million, four, five, six, seven, eight million a year. They can't afford to miss, especially when they can go get a kid out that transfer portal. So if you're a high school prospect going into this live period, I'm not trying to scare you because there are opportunities out there for high school kids. They aren't as plentiful as they used to be, but guys are still looking to build rosters with high school kids. But you got to be a dog. You got to be consistent. You got to be mature. You got to be competitive. I said, and hopefully you guys are watching the NCAA tournament and you're looking at the emotion and, and the heart from these coaches. These dudes want to win, man. Like, they, that's, like their jobs are performance-based. Your jobs are performance-based during a live period. Your jobs are performance-based during a live period. So they are looking for guys to help them 
win games, period, point blank. That's it. So we're going to end the second quarter there. Uh, again, that second quarter is brought to you by FK3 Key Creative and Free Key 3. Um, and I'll leave you with this. Be competitive. Be consistent. Good body language. Good shot selection. Be a good teammate. That stuff matters, man. That is the difference between you and the 1,700 other kids in that same gym that day. What will separate you? We'll talk about that a little bit more in the third quarter. Thank you. All right, we're back for the third quarter of the Triple Double Podcast, Run KNC Productions. The third quarter is brought to you by the official statistician of the TB5 Reports platform, Legit Sports Stats. Their Twitter is at Legit Sport Stats. They do a phenomenal job, and we used them this past weekend for opening day for the first time, and the feedback has been tremendous, you know, with the ability to track what players are doing and in real time. You know, coaches got, got stat sheets at halftime to make adjustments. It was a big-time deal. So third quarter, we're still talking about the live period and what young players can do to help put themselves in positions to earn a scholarship because that's what it's going to take. You have to earn it probably more so now than ever. And we're going to expound a little bit more on why you have to earn it more now than ever. There's a much larger pool to recruit from every year. It's called the transfer portal. And as of today, there are 641 Division I players in the transfer portal, and there are another 600 in the Division II transfer portal pool. So if you look at that, there's 1,241 players that are all also being recruited who have already played college basketball. doesn't mean they've all been good in college basketball already. That's why some of them are in the portal. But some of them are just looking for a different opportunity, and coaches are trying to get better quick. They want guys that can help them win earlier because that leads to contract extensions. And like I told you guys, their jobs are performance-based. They got to win to be able to take care of their family. That's it, period, point blank. But like I told you, I'm not one of these people that feel like the high school recruitment piece is completely over with. That's not the case. So, like I said, we want to continue to equip you guys with tools to be successful. The number one thing that I'm looking at, based on the NCAA tournament, these teams are, are older guys, but they're all competitive. Go out there and compete, man. Compete, 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 compete. Compete, 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 compete man. Like, go out there and fight. You know, they want guys that – they know can lock in for three-hour practices and deal with boot camp and understand that they can be responsible and go to class every day. That's really the majority of the reason they take these college guys out the portal. They've already been collegiate students. That doesn't mean they're more talented than you, but they understand the rigors of being a student athlete in college. So they know they don't have to kind of – I don't hate to use the word babysit them – but ultimately, they know they, they're more dependable because they've been through this. You have to be dependable. And recruitment doesn't just stop with the live period and people watching you. It's your conversations with these coaches, too. If you are fortunate enough to be recruited and college coaches are calling and texting you, make sure you you, you, you talking like a, 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 a respectful young man, respectful young lady. Make sure that uh, you know, you're, you're, you're communicating effectively. I know a lot of times 
you young people, y'all want to text in in your in your language, man. Like it's a teenage texting is completely different than than adult texting. Make sure you typing out full words, like you're able to have a full conversation because it's a job interview. All of it is. It's just the, the basketball piece is one phase of it. The communication piece is, is is a is a phase of it. They are both mutually important, you know. So make sure you're able to hold conversations and be respectful. Ask questions. Ask questions. Ask questions. Right. So definitely your conversations with coaches. Make sure you're you're, you're speaking well and, and and being respectful and things like that on court. Compete, be consistent, man. I said Duke players don't slap the floor to be cool. It's to lock in, man. Like, like you need some kind of trigger to get you going. Eight o'clock in the morning game, nobody cares. Compete. I remember Bob Huggins a while back. He had a point guard. I forgot that kid's name. He's in the league. But uh it's a couple of years ago. He was tough. I want to say he led the NCAA in steals. Huggins said he saw that kid playing in the 8 o'clock in the morning game, and he was just locked in defensively. He was all over the place. He said that kid could play at West Virginia. You get up at 8 o'clock in the morning and, and put forth that type of effort and that type of energy, that's my kind of dude. And that dude ended up in the NBA, still playing in the NBA. So there are no excuses. There are no excuses, y'all. I'm just going to be completely honest. People are there. to If you're lucky, people are there specifically to see you play. If you're one of those guys, but that means they're coming with an expectation. Now, for the rest of you, that doesn't mean you won't be seen. And 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 that's where that target comes in. That player one through 55, that target is on them. Whoever's in front of them trying to, is literally trying to take food off their plate. Who wants it more? 98% of you are going to have to be takers. You're going to have to take a scholarship opportunity from somebody. So you have to go in there with my, that mindset. Now, keep in mind, that does not mean be selfish. That don't mean shoot up all the balls. That don't mean dribble the ball the entire shot clock. That means make plays that make the person in front of you very uncomfortable, defensively and offensively, man. You got to make your mark, and it has to be loud, you know, like it has to be like, whoo. Who is that? You know, and we have a couple of guys, I feel like, in in, in in Dallas who have an opportunity to really shoot off and take off because they have talent, but they got that taker mindset too. You know, I'm excited to kind of see a, a few of those guys as we, as we move forward. But be coachable, man. Like, whatever you do, do not show up your coach this weekend. Even if they make a mistake, talk to them on the side about it. But right now, you have to look like a model citizen. It's just like me with a, with a job interview. Um I love wearing sweats, man. Like, like I love it. I love my Nike Tech fleece. I like my Adidas stuff. But if I'm going in for a job interview, I got to put a suit on, man. You have to dress and and look like what you need to look like for the occasion. Right now, y'all are being interviewed. So you got to put your game on. Like, you got to be what you want to be. You can't be what you are right now. You're interviewing. Like, you, you got to dress for the job you want, not for the one you have. So it's very important to stay locked in and be coachable, be consistent, be competitive. Even in the hallway, perfect, man. Hallways, coach is always in the hallways. A lot of deals get done in them hallways and them bathrooms, man. Um, guys are watching how you're interacting. 
uh, the type of language you use in, uh, around other adults and in, in those hallways and, you know, are you walking around with a bonnet on your head or like, come on, y'all. Like, guys are looking at everything. Like, the separator won't be talent. It never is because most of you guys aren't that much better than number two or number three on the board, and that's if you're number one. The the separator is going to be fit, and that's cultural. You know, I think a lot of times we hear Baylor talk about the culture of joy. They only recruit a certain type of kid, man. Baylor don't recruit everybody. Duke does not recruit everybody. Kansas does not recruit everybody. These coaches have to live with you for four years. A lot of y'all think y'all ain't going to be there one or two years because you think you're going to the league, and I hope that for you. I just know that's not always the case because from a number standpoint, it's impossible. But coaches have to know that they can coach you and you won't be a problem at their institution on campus just doing regular campus life because coaches hate getting that phone call at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning hearing that a kid caught a a, 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 a situation and they got to get up and come get them out of it. They want to be able to sleep easy with their families knowing you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. They're watching you. They're watching everything, man. They are. I'm telling y'all, man, they watching everything, everything you do, how you walk out on that court. You know, how do you, how do you cheer for your teammates? How do you respond? Like, are you, are you yelling every time you get a bucket? You know what I'm saying? Like be yourself because personality is good, but, be what you need to be to be seen too, because your ultimate goal is to get to school and play, you know? So be consistent, be competitive character traits, man, character, character means everything. Anybody who tells you that it doesn't run, run. All right. That's the end of the third quarter. We will close up in a few with the fourth. All right. Fourth quarter. Closing time. Um, live period. I will. I will. I really want to leave you guys with this, and I feel like this is some of the most important information. A wise, older man once told me, "Buff, make people pay to see what you're not good at. Never just show them that for free." Players, if you are a shooter. Make shots. Don't be out there trying to dribble the ball and show everybody you can create and and are a playmaker. Guys are there to see you because they know you can make shots. I don't want you to play yourself out of something. It's like like a band. Like I play the drums, right? I'm a a high-level drummer. People pay to see me play the drums. And I show up and I got a saxophone in my hand and I'm playing the saxophone. Ain't nobody pay to see me play the drums. I mean, play the saxophone. They pay to see me play the drums. And I'm not as good of a saxophonist as I am a drummer. That doesn't mean I can't play the saxophone. That's just not the time for that when people have come to see me play the drums. Right? Guys, be who you are. Do what you're best at. And that what that's going to take is an honest conversation with yourself, with your parents, with your AAU coach. Like, you're going to have to be honest with yourself. This will help you. I'm not telling you to work on other parts of your game. I'm not telling you to develop other parts of your game. But whoever you are today, what you do best, you have to hone in on that for 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 this stage play that's coming. 
you know, for your evaluation period. If you are an elite rebounder, get out there and get on that glass. Don't be out there trying to show you a pick and pop four or five now, and you ain't making no shots. That's another thing. Stats are going to be capturing what you guys are doing. Like, they'll watch you, but they're going to be numbers and analytics to back up what they watch to either prove it right or prove it wrong. Be who you are. Be who you are. Be who you are. Guards, be unselfish, man. Don't You don't have to shoot all – you don't have to score your way to college. Guys can tell whether you can make a shot or not. If you go three for 16 in the game, coach can tell if you can score or not. You know, like you don't have to score your way into this. What you have to do is compete your way in. Uh, wings, guard, guard, so you can be a high-level defender, so you can rebound, so your versatility. Point guards, make plays. Don't just keep calling ball screens for you to take jump shots or try to get all the way to the rim to score. Move the ball, man. Move the ball. I'm telling you, please listen to me, man. Nobody likes a selfish, undisciplined basketball player. I don't care how talented you are. Does not matter. Play the game the right way. But you have to be honest with yourself about what you are really good at. Showcase what you are really good at, right? Start your recruitment off like that. And then when you get some time in the off season, like by July, you'll get three more in July. You add, and when they come back and pay the senior in July, they can watch you play the drums and play the saxophone. They can watch you make make shots and create for others. But to start this thing off, lock in on what you what you really good at. Listen to me. To start this thing off, lock in at what you are really good at first. Show them that first, then add to your bag later. All right? NCAA tournament, man, we talk about this a lot of times. 30% of the guys are shooting kids. That's not a lot. That means 70% are are guys that played independent basketball. And I've always said this, the independent basketball market makes up 90% of this. You take Adidas, Nike, and Under Armour, they might have 360 teams between all of them on 15U through 17U. And this world probably has over 300,000 teams. So it makes up a very small percentage, Right. Um, now, we're going to be completely honest. A large flock of them coaches will go to those shoe circuits just because that is where the most players are. But they will get off that beaten path and go see some other guys. The great thing is live streaming, man. So everybody's always watching. Just because a certain coach ain't there doesn't mean they won't see you because they'll go back and watch that film, they'll watch Baller TV. Shout out to Baller TV, one of the TV Fire Sports uh, sponsors. They're going to watch those games, man. So you have to be locked in. 8 o'clock in the morning might be three coaches in there. But 300 coaches may go back and watch the archive video at uh, 3 p.m. later on. So you have to lock in like people are going to see this regardless of who's actually in the gym, you know. So make sure you guys are competing, man. Be coachable. Have good body language. Uh, play good basketball, play the right way, play the right way, you know, and in closing, the the real question is, what will you do to separate yourself? How will you separate yourself from 3,000 other kids in the same gym as you? Why would a college coach offer you a scholarship? 
why would they choose to commit twenty five to seventy five thousand dollars a year to help pay for your education and give you NIL opportunities to help them win games? Like that's what it boils down to. Last thing too, y'all don't get caught up in all these offers. Uh, social media is gonna it's gonna definitely play a trick on some of y'all mind because them offers is gonna hit quick during that live period. You know, um, you can only go to one school. And I'll double back that with Mike Miles. Mike really only had one high major school to choose from when it was time and it was TCU. And ultimately, it was the best decision that kid could have ever made, but it was really the only decision he had on the table. So it takes one school to believe in you, okay? Lastly, also, 23s, don't wait forever to commit. If you got something you really like, take that visit in May or June, take it. Because these 23s are already coming off the board. You know, with the transfer portal, these college coaches aren't extending as many resources to recruiting, you know, as far as high school guys. So if you got something and it's a good situation and they like you as much as you like them, take a long, hard look and make a decision. Don't, don't, don't let this stuff linger because you'll lose them. Scholarship offers are only good if you can take it and sign it and, and show up at school, you know, some of these offers are for later. Like, Oh, you got a chance to be pretty good. At least I can say I offered them early. So if you get good later, we were there, but make sure you are not too caught up in the amount of offers, but the quality of offers, what fits what you do culturally? What are you looking for in a program? That's why you guys got to ask questions as well. You know, to these college coaches, when you talk to them, it's not just a one way interview. You should be interviewing them as well. Okay, so, hey, good luck to all of you guys. I hope this stuff was very beneficial. This was specifically for the players. Um, Just want you guys to all be successful and and do the best you can. That's why we wanted to give you these tips. Uh, Thank you guys again for listening to the Triple Double Podcast. This has been a run KNC production. Please get out to these gyms. A lot easier to see way more talent now because – you know, with the with the um, with the tournaments, we got several different guys in there playing games. Uh, this has been Kellen Buffington and the Run KNC production. Good luck during the live periods. I'll be there watching. <laughs>